it looks like you survived your journey. Yes, although it was a dangerous one. As you know, I travel everywhere by scooter. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, cool guy, Vespa. No, push scooter, like a child would have. Yeah, the Bart Simpson look. Thigh power. I think you'll find he rode a skateboard, and oh. that's very different. Skateboarders, very different clique to us scooters. If I see someone on a skateboard, I look at them with derision. If I see someone uh, on a scooter, there's a nod of like, we know we know we got it good. It's a, it is just a... A skateboard with a bit of dowel coming through the middle. It's a skateboard with a handle, but that handle provides so much extra. You can steer it. You could do tricks on it. I don't. I'm very responsible out there. Uh, but it's a uh, it's a frosty day, as we record. And, uh, you know, we've all seen a wet lap on Top Gear. Imagine what it's like if it's frosty out there. Black ice. Dangerous. You don't need to tell me about that. I once broke both my wrists in a cycling incident. <gasps> There was black ice. There was also Smirnoff black ice because this was a student days in the uh, the early noughties. Right. Um, and those all those all combined after a night out. And I, I fell off my bike off to the side. Um, couldn't couldn't really wheel the bike back very well. So eventually I abandoned it. Because you had two broken wrists. Because I had two broken yeah, wrists. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it's a good excuse. I also couldn't open the front door because my, my wrist didn't work and you need that for the key. That's true. You could put it in, but you can't twist. Can't twist. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a two-man job at that point. <laughs> I eventually got let in, went up to went up to bed. It was really painful. Mm. And I texted um, my friend, is it possible to, to break your wrist. Is that a thing that breaks? Mm. I was only quite early you, on at medical school. I was going to say, how far into medical school were you at this point? Two to three years. Two to three years. They hadn't, bones. they hadn't got to wrist breaks yet. And uh, he said, I don't think so. And, uh, and so I went, went to sleep. And then when the, uh, my anesthetic agent I had on board had, had worn off a few hours later, I was in unspeakable agony. Went to hospital. They confirmed you can break your wrists. And I had done. Right, not one, but two. One, two. And you really find out who your friends are when you can't do your own personal hygiene. Yeah, that's true. Yes. What? So so you had a plaster cast on each hand. Yeah, on a, sort of all the way up the arm, really. All the way up the and arm. And then strapped together like in a, I don't know, like in a mausoleum. Yeah, like a vampire. Oh, yeah. Also, at the time, uh, I was doing a, a project which involved pipetting. That was my thesis. Oh, no. So you can't pipette with your mouth. So my, my thesis moved to something that was more Google-based. What could you prepare with? Could you prepare with your knees? No. Could you not prepare with your teeth? It just doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel scientific. Or health and safety. Also, my experiment involved sperm. And I don't know how close I wanted my face to be to the experiment. Got it, yes. It does feel like we've gone off-piste here. Hello, and welcome to the list of absolutely everything that might kill you. A comprehensive compilation of the seemingly innocuous everyday items that are secretly plotting your downfall. We will provide you with the tools you need to survive the unexpected dangers lying in wait at work, during your commute, and even in the comfort of your own home. Join me, Matt Edmondson, and my esteemed co-host and capable medical professional. Uh, it's arguable, that, isn't it? Sem- semi-capable former medical professional. I was going to say, you get less capable as every minute passes. Adam Kay is here. No! So, come and then join us, put on your high-vis, fasten your seatbelt, and most importantly... Keep your arms and legs inside the podcast at all times. I'm ready. I could do it. The 
a whole podcast with you just where I ask you questions about how you functioned for six weeks with no hands. But we do need to move on to the cheery topic of death. Yes, we do. We do. Um, and, and actually, I've chosen something today which I think could kill you that might end up in a broken or indeed severed wrist. Oh. There's a little tease and for I have chosen something which I think is relatively unbeatable. I've not, I'm, I'm not doing very well. Mm. Where, Do you mean in life or in the podcast? Uh, both, uh, but specifically in the podcast, 3-0 down. Yes. Yeah, I mean, who's we're keeping, not, And we're not even at half time. Who's keeping score? I am. There's an Excel spreadsheet. So I've gone big. Go big or go home. Yes. This is, I'll describe it to you. Mm-hmm. See if you can guess what it is. It's the width of your thumb. Yep. It's extremely dangerous. Yep. It's 90 miles long. Yep, but that rules out my thumb. I, up until that point, I was just going to say it's my thumb. Yeah, 90 miles long. Yep, and yep. it contains a billion volts. Is it uh, like an underwater telephone cable? It is lightning. Oh, of course it is. You've harnessed the, the power of Thor. Power of Thor? There's another Marvel reference. You've never seen a Thor movie, have you? I know, I know who Thor is. Yeah. Lightning, yeah, it's... Um, well, famously, it's... Uh, Fam- it's famously deadly. Famously deadly, yeah. Have you ever been... Struck by lightning? No, because you're still alive. I'm still alive. Although people can survive being struck by lightning. Oh, yeah, this, this was one of the annoying things I found out. You do have a 90% chance of remaining alive. Really? Yeah. However, there's a billion lightning strikes a year. So that's got to, you know. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Uh, I, I like those stories. We had a book when uh, we were kids that was a sort of collection of weird and wonderful stories. You know, alien sightings, hauntings, that yep. sort of thing. Yeah. And one of the things in it was there was a guy who'd been struck by lightning seven times or something. That is exactly right. Yeah. Uh, he, was some, he was called Roy. Roy? He's famous. He, he, was, he worked as a, a park ranger in Virginia. And he, this is the important bit, claimed to be struck uh, by Because it was always... Well, he could all claim to be struck exactly. by lightning, Roy. So, Hicks, or it didn't happen, Roy. I mean, he, he, he did have various burns on him, but, mm. you know, I've got, you know I've, I could say I was struck by lightning there. That was actually, I'm showing uh, Matt uh, for the... You've uh, put your finger up at me in quite a rude way. Yeah, but... sorry, I'm just, uh, I did, but <laughs> on the, in the top of my middle finger yes. is when, uh, from when I was about 10, I was trying to fix the rocker switch on my uh, bedside lamp, Yes, took the bottom off, didn't unplug it, oh. but I could have, you know... Um, I could have pretended that was lightning. I yeah, could have done could a Roy. Done. He was a park ranger. He was always on his own. Mm. Have you not got a fingerprint now on that finger? No, it's just missing a bit. Missing a bit. Well, that's quite. That means you can commit a crime with your middle finger. I could do, or I've got an extremely distinctive fingerprint. That's true, actually. Yes, they're going to track it down to you immediately. Yeah, seven times, and he and he did hasn't perished from that. Not from that, but he's perished for other reasons. Oh, dear. Um, Roy, I'm sorry to hear that. He can't hear you. I'm going to ask this question, but the answer is my anecdote is better. Have you ever witnessed a lightning strike? Well, I've had scary lightning encounters. I remember uh, another formative memory as a kid. Went on holiday to Germany. My dad was a German teacher. We went there so he could videotape road signs. That's what we did the whole holiday. We loved it. Oh, no. And uh, we, we went camping. I didn't know hotels existed until I was about 15. We went camping every year in a tent. It was intense in every sense. 
And uh, we, thank you, so a little titter there. Thank you, Adam. We were out watching, I think, a fireworks display, which, as we know, quite, quite deadly. And there was a lightning storm that uh, came and stole the show. And a massive crack of lightning occurred. And everyone panicked. And they ran like a stampede. And I got separated from my family. I was out alone in a German campsite in a thunderstorm. And then probably about two minutes later, I was found. But for that two minutes, Adam, I was terrified. Come on, do your anecdote. I I, I still maintain mine's going to be stronger. No, I... And the anecdote in which nothing happened. Yeah, I really had to sort of uh, dress that one, tart that one up, didn't I? uh, (laughs) Because basically nothing happened. Nothing happened. So I'm, I'm a similar age, but I am in my bedroom. Yes. As a child. Uh, there's a loud noise outside. I don't know what it is. So I go to my window. Lightning has struck the church opposite our house. Right. And it's burning down. Incredible. And then shortly afterwards, huge numbers of fire engines come over. They don't stop the church burning to the ground. The church is now dust. Dear. It's an act of God. Yeah. I mean, whatever they were saying at that church, God was not happy with. They were not praying hard enough. And so come down to breakfast the next morning and my parents are like, you will not believe what is... And I, oh yeah, yeah, I watched it all night. They're like, this is is the sort of thing you're allowed to wake us up for. Uh, The the rule was previously, you're allowed to... You n- never wake us up. Right. Don't stay, now stay the hell away. Burning church fine. was opposite. Was, you know, so, was, was so I have I've witnessed the power and devastation of lightning. I don't fully understand what lightning is. Oh, I was worried you'd ask something like that. Like, what is it? It's one of those things, if I think too hard about it, I think, oh my gosh, it's weird that we live in a world. Like, I, I think that about fire. Like, do you ever sit and look at fire and go, what? Is that what are you? Well, I mean, that's so you're sort of asking quite caveman questions here, aren't you? Um, so (laughs) so when I did my extensive uh research on Google, uh, one of the 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 description of lightning was of electrostatic discharge, and then I I didn't think that I'd ever be able to understand what that and I followed the paragraph through a bit, absolute gibberish. So, but essentially, it's sky electricity, Mm. and that's all we need to. Oh, the one thing I did had me at discharge. The one thing that I I I found extraordinary, and obviously there is a chance I've massively misunderstood this. Okay, so thunder, which you know can't happen without lightning. It's like hands and deck; they come together. They're together. Thunder, the noise of thunder. It's noise bouncing round inside the tube of lightning. That's what the noise of like, really? yeah. So, like, it makes a you know those toys that if you sort of, it's a long tube and if you turn it upside down, it makes a sort of weird one of those. Yeah, one of those. So that's what thunder is inside the the lightning tube. Really? Or I've misunderstood it. But that's it because thunder goes on so long and lightning is quite quick. You know, thunder can be, and then lightning can be like. There, done. And maybe maybe the sound's bouncing around. Mm. Like sound does. Anything that starts with maybe tells me. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of maybe if you ask me any scientific questions (laughs) about lightning. Um, But I've I've mostly focused on the the destruction. Can I just ask a question? You know the uh, the rule about if you hear the thunder and then you count and it tells you how many miles away the lightning is. Yeah, that's a true thing. That's that's about the speed because speed of light extremely fast. Yes. Speed of, speed of sound, still quite fast, but 
nowhere near as fast. Right. And so it's the, dis- it's the difference between the speed of light and the speed of sound that allows you to do your maths. That's good. And so that's a real thing. So you just count. And yeah, because it's sort of, that feels like it's in the same wheelhouse as Red Sky at Night, Shepherd's Delight. Yeah, it, but it, it, yes, because it's, but it, this one is true. Right, okay. Or at the very least, I believe it. If you are a delighted shepherd, uh, please let us know. Well, I'm guessing lightning is pretty deadly. I mean, she absolutely killed it on Gladiators. Who? What do you think the demographic is? Uh, for this podcast? For this podcast. I'm hoping people that really like lightning from Gladiators in the 90s. Yeah. Who didn't? Who didn't like lightning? Uh, so your question is about lightning from Gladiators? No, my that, question that, is... That goes beyond what I've Googled. No, go on, tell me. How deadly is lightning? It's, I mean, there's lots of, obviously, quite bad stories about, about lightning... So there was one bolt of lightning, 1963, killed 81 people. One bolt? One bolt. Hang on, and that was the width of my thumb? Yeah. One bolt? But, I mean, the, 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 the crucial fact in this story is that it hit a, an aeroplane. Fine, okay, yeah, I was going to say, because otherwise, well, I, I, was, I was imagining a conga line. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be I, a terrible way to go. I'm, I'm worried that this falls into the category of planes rather than lightning as a cause of cause of death. Yeah, because the lightning, they didn't die upon the st- lightning strike. It was a consequence of the lightning mm. strike. Yeah. But then again, if lightning hit your house and a breeze block fell in your head, mm. you'd probably blame the death, lightning death rather, li- they'd rather than the death certificate breeze block. They would. This is a sort of unbelievably shocking one. 1998 football match. And I know you follow the Democratic Republic of Congo's football league. Religiously. And uh, so this is about uh, Bena Shadi. Oh, yeah. Big uh, fan. And uh, they were playing uh, Basanga. Uh-huh. It was a, it was a thrilling one-all draw. Right. When the pitch was uh, hit by lightning, 11 people were killed, and they were all members of the Bena Shadi team. And, no. Uh, and somehow Basanga uh, went unscathed. That's incredible. Meaning that the three points did go to uh, Basanga. What? They didn't call off the game. They were like, well, listen. Well, look, you no know. No players left on the field. Yeah, you can put in a couple sorry, of subs. It, sorry, it, it, it took out 11 people. Yeah. Because it it took out lo- the whole football team. Yes. So um, so <laughs> as, there's lots of lots of ways that lightning can can be quite bad. Yeah. It's less likely than it actually sort of sort of zapping your head mm. there's like it zaps something that falls on you or it can sort of hit the ground and, and spread out right and how, just... how did it pip off all 11 i mean that's astonishing what an incredible story it is um i feel i should offset it with the the, the positive side of lightning right which is uh through my ex- ex- extensive extensive research i found two people who, who everything was fine right so there was a guy in the 80s, yes. called Edwin Robinson. He had been in a car accident a, a decade previously, uh, during which he'd sustained a head injury and lost his sight. Right. And then a while later, gets struck by lightning, it sort of hits the ground, unconscious, wakes up, can see again. So like they've, it's like a proper like wow. control-alt-delete That's thing. incredible, just, yeah. Sort of, turn it off, just, turn it on again. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. Do we know medically why that... Sure, what, what, how could that be possible? I don't know. Um, 
there's there, there's a couple of things that are possible. One is it's it's absolute bullshit, right? And it's just made it up. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, I but, think- but to make it up, he'd have to fake blindness for ten years and then got himself struck by lightning. Or say, said he did. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. You think he could have faked the blindness for ten years? But I, like, don't, I don't. I don't know. And well, also, I've got a plan to get on a podcast in uh, twenty five years. I don't know how litigious he is. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to say that's very unlikely, and he's a very trustworthy man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a extreme long con, and I don't know where the spoils are. <laughs> the other possibility, and uh, bear in mind, it's a long time since I was at medical school. Yeah, lots of stuff in the body is electricity related. Sure, all nerves carry electricity. That's why you know the, the defibrillator clear. Doof, yeah, that is just putting electricity because that you know that that's how you, that's how your heart beats. Right, and uh, and so every every time you know you like for example, kick me under the table at this podcast because of something I've said, your brain is sending a signal to your, your leg muscles and that's electricity that's going through your neurons. Right. So maybe something to do with that. I just sort of just washed ju- them out. Jump-started the... Yeah, the old the, optic nerves. The optic nerve. That's incredible. Yeah. Well done, lightning. But it, it doesn't make me... That, that obviously does count against my statistics. My other worry is... I know you like talking about these, these, these children's films... You mean the Marvel movies? Yeah, and all that. Um, They're not children's films. They're an incredible, incredible anthology of storytelling over uh, years. They've built a cinematic universe. So earlier on in the cinematic universe, when I was still a child and it was appropriate for me to watch it, uh, the the X-Men one, the Halle Halle Berry's character. Yes. um, She was rubbish, her powers. Mm. So Storm. 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 So her thing was, I summon all of the the whatnot from the sky and zap. Here's a bit of, you've pissed me off, here's some drizzle. That was her thing. That was her thing. And she was, and all the other people could like shoot, you know, huge jets of, rays of red from their eyes and yeah. sort of cut the world in half and so she wasn't lightning wasn't particularly effective compared to you know being a hulk or something mm. but she did restore a lot of people's vision so yes because she now she now works as an optician that's right yeah yeah you know how you're always going on holiday to uh lake maraciava in venezuela yes yes i've got my holiday house there you might want to rethink that right um, in future, because that is the home of something terrifyingly known as the everlasting storm. Right. Goodness me. By the way, that's how I used to refer to my own gut when I was eating a lot of dairy. Uh, you can expect 28 lightning strikes a minute. A minute? A minute. Does anyone live there? Uh, not anymore. No, they're, no. All, they're all dead. <laughs> okay, so... So there's a 90% survi- chance of survival. 90, 90. 90 Don't overstate yeah. your case. I still wouldn't want to be struck by lightning. What, I mean, is there anything you can do to protect yourself? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so number one. Permanently uh, Oh, yeah, there is a, there's a thing called a Faraday cage. Yes. Which is, so that's why these, if you're in a car and your car gets struck by lightning, you shouldn't, you shouldn't die or anything mm. because it just sort of will conduct the electricity all around it. And then you're you're absolutely fine. Yes, I saw a musical about Michael Faraday once. Uh, it was a sort of like provincial theatre thing for schools. And uh, I, weirdly, I can still remember the song that they sang about Michael Faraday. Uh, the lyrics went, Michael Faraday, Michael, Michael, Michael Faraday. I don't think they put all that much work into so it. So they rhymed Faraday with Faraday. Yes, they did. Uh, like uh, Pitbull rhymed Kodak with Kodak. Um, 
it's fine. It's it's tri- tried and tested method. And I think they had a Faraday cage on stage. And you know a fun fact about Michael Faraday? Uh, actually, let me rephrase that. You know a fact about Michael <laughs> Faraday? He, uh, as well as tinkering with electricity and being one of the pioneers in that realm, he also invented the Palmer Violet Suite, the most disgusting suite ever Bloody invented. Hell. Shame on him. Shame on you, Michael Faraday. Should have spent more time on the electricity, less time on the Palmer Violets. They're grim. Disgusting. I know. It's a rule, rules for avoiding... Uh, being being struck by lightning. Hit me. I'm not with lightning. Don't go to Venezuela to that lake. Great. Yeah. Um, stay inside is probably safest. Yeah. Although not in a church. Not in a church. It could burn down around me. It could burn down. Uh, try to avoid hills because then you're nearer the the sky. A water. You need to stay away from water. Oh really? Yeah. Why is that? Conduct it. I guess so. Mm. Yes. It's like to- like a toaster in the bath. Exactly, exactly. Okay, it's yeah. God's, God's toaster. Yeah. And then uh, crouch in a ball, uh, tuck in your head, hands over your ears. We've already established that the speed of light is fast. How quickly do you think I can tuck and roll? It's going gonna, it's gonna to hit me before I'm like a little hedgehog down there. I think sometimes it's just good to have something to do to stop you panicking. Right, okay. So now, you know, if you can see it's sort of lightning striking all around you, I say, if one's heading straight for your face, yeah. you know, there's, there's nothing, nothing you can do. You can't even, can't even text your wife. No. So at, at that point, just, you know, I, I recommend... But if just, I'm on a ball, I can text her. In a ball, outside. Outside. I think it could be quite deadly, this one. Should we find out from Jen? Let's find out from Jen. Well, the good news is that you are much more likely to survive a lightning strike than be killed by one. But it is going to really hurt. In fact, your odds of being struck by lightning in a given year in the United Kingdom are 1 in 1.2 million, whilst the chances of being struck and killed are 1 in 19 million. But in the US, there's 11 deaths for every 40 million lightning strikes, equating to a micromort score of 0.277. It's high. It's less deadly than I thought. Yeah, I'm slightly disappointed. I'm looking... Feeling slightly less smug. One in 19 million. How many people live in the UK? 80 million? 70, 80 million, yeah. Something yeah. like that. So that's like that's, three that's... people a year. Yeah. I'd thought more than, more than that would die. I'd thought more than that would die of a lightning strike. Given it's so... Maybe, maybe, maybe they're all just crouching in a ball. That's what they're uh, doing. That's what they're doing. Staying alive. I actually think I might have a chance now. Because whilst you went for something that was sort of audacious and and big and a bit of a showstopper, I've gone for more of a sort of household item. A lawnmower. You're saying you've gone for something rubbish that can't possibly be as dead no. as lightning. No, think about it. People fall off them. People get maimed by them. Uh, they've been around for, uh, you know, a long time now, lawnmowers. I did. I was skirting around. I mean, again, very last minute in terms of my prep here. So I was sort of just looking around my house and thinking, could that kill me? Could that kill me? Could that kill me? Could that kill me? And I landed on the lawnmower because my lawn does need some mowing. I can tell you that 90 Americans die annually in lawnmower-related accidents. And fun fact, maybe just a fact, that statistic was awarded the International Statistic of the Year in 2017 by the Royal Statistical Society of the UK. Don't, don't care. Well don't done. Care. Great statistic, guys. 90 lawnmower deaths in America. Oh, they're still going. Oh, they're on their feet. 
There we go. Okay, um, so types of lawnmower. Let's let's see what we know. Well, uh, I mean, loads. Uh, you got robotic ones. Um, oh, the, you, yes. Yes. Yeah, like the Roomba, the Roomba of the grass. Yes. What does it do with the the shittings? The shittings. Yeah. Is that know. the technical term? I don't know. The cuttings. The, the cuttings. That, the, uh, yeah. the bits. The 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 grass. The grass. The grass cuttings. I think it just keeps them inside it. And then you empty it at some point. So yeah, there's those ones. There's the old uh, petrol-powered ones. You've got your classic uh, electric cabled one. That feels like where a lot of the danger is going to be. Because you could, you know, need, you need someone to like cable bash behind you when that happens. You always, the other thing uh, you need with one of those is, is it, I don't, I don't even know what this is called. You have to plug something in, mm. in between the plug and the lawnmower. An extension lead. No, not an extension lead. It's some safety Device. This, is this just a thing that my dad did? I think it might be, yeah. We just... Uh, circuit breaker. A circuit breaker. I've, just, I've just, just been told on where it's called a circuit breaker. Right. And it isn't just my dad. It also, it also turns out to be Daryl, the producer. I've never... U- I have used a... We have an electric lawnmower, and I've just been plugging it straight into an extension lead. Is that bad? Shall I get a circuit breaker? You're, you're certainly helping your own statistics oh, here. Oh, no. Terrible news. There's hey, the ride-ons. Wait, there's the ride-ons, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's... I heard a rumour that you've got a ride-on lawnmower in your life. Yeah, we've, we've moved out of London to, uh, to the countryside where one of my first purchases is a pretty lethal-looking ride-on lawnmower. How often are you having a go on it? Initially, the lawn was looking pretty pristine yeah. because I had a brand-new toy. Now it just looks as, as crap as always. Right. Yeah, yeah. so like ev- whenever my husband moans that the lawn looks terrible, yeah. I sort of reluctantly... Uh, get on the, the rise of lawnmower. Moaning equals mowing. Here's a thing that hadn't occurred to me until I started looking into lawnmowers. The lawn, relatively recent invention. No. Yeah. What? So... Oh, because pre- before that, they used to just tarmac their gardens, did they? <laughs> and then someone thought, I know, yeah. you know that grass that's on all the hills? Why don't we have that? Prior to the 19th century, the concept of a lawn didn't exist. If you had grass, you used it to feed your livestock. That's why it was there. And so you didn't have a manicured lawn. Oh. And then they were sort of a real luxury, only attainable by the rich. And in the 1800s, wealthy landowners began to employ workers armed with scythes. Scythes? To keep their lawns perfectly manicured. A bit of a status symbol back then. Safety-wise, it's good that we moved on from scythes. Definitely, definitely. I find it quite therapeutic mowing a lawn. Do you do stripes? I don't have the attention span for it. Who's it for? Because we've established you don't believe in views, and the lawn is just a view exactly. of your garden. Don't believe in the view. What's the point of, this, of, the, of the stripes? I prefer to just be like, you know, just back get and it, forth. Just back and forth. Yeah, just like wherever. Just take, you know, go where the wind takes you. Okay. Have you ever uh, taken a lawnmower over a dog shit? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Carn- absolute carnage. Yeah. Terrible. That's one of my jobs, actually. I have an alarm that goes off 9.30 a.m. every Sunday morning. I go out and pick up all my dog's poop from the garden from the oh, previous I take week. A, I take a, a different view. I do it uh, every time the dog shits really? because I'm not disgusting. No, because the dog, it's dark. It goes out there and it's dark sometimes. Well, you go out with your dog every time and pick up his bobbins. Yes. No. And, yes. Because no, in the summer... Ev- I, everyone is listening to this. Adam, in and the... And they are, they, they are they're no. horrified at you. Adam, if I were using the garden... No one's gonna, this, people are going to start switching off the show. If, if I were using the garden in what is now... We've established a wintry time, then yes, yeah, sure. I, I wouldn't, you know, host a picnic and say, I'm sorry, that's not getting picked up till 9.30 on Sunday morning. 
Um, full week shits. Yeah. Like 20 shits or something. Sometimes more. Sometimes more. And I try and do it. My fun thing H- is... Hang on. This, this now depends on how big your garden is. Are no. we talking more or less than an acre? Oh, way less. I live in London. Way less. Okay, so that is now disgusting. It's more, there's it's a, more there's shit a poo than every, grass. Yeah. Shit every foot. That's right. This is horrible. Um, and what I do is I, uh, I try and see how few poo bags I can use to collect it. And I go around... And the first, I pick up the first poo. Yeah. And then, you know, like, have you ever tried to pick up blue tack with blue tack? Yes. So, oh, it's sort of self. <laughs> it's self-adhesive. Yeah. Wow. It's sort of like, it's like, uh, it isn't magnetic, but it may as well be. Because I, I don't know this uh, because I'm a responsible dog owner yeah. who uh, picks up at the time and prevents, uh, for example, the, the spread of infectious diseases in mm. my community. Listen, if you've never tried to pick up a dog shit with another dog shit, you haven't lived. I imagine you're itching to let me know some depressing maiming statistics. I am itching, and I'm either going to have to apply a whole tub of pseudocrem or tell me the tell following the facts. facts, which are... Lawnmowers are responsible for more deaths per year in the US than bears, sharks, snakes, alligators, spiders, cows, and dog attacks combined. How many? I don't know how many cow attacks are happening. Cow attacks. I is, threw cow in there. Did you? Because it was in you made the stats. That, made that up. No. Well, I, mean, I guess I could have said any animal that was unlikely to attack you. Yeah. Hamsters. <laughs> Cats. Cats. Moths. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I get one of those caught in your throat. Okay, so... So all of those combined. Uh, listen to that list again. Bear, shark, snake, alligator, spider, cow, dog, combined. More deaths from lawnmowers. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's who'd, win like, fi- who'd win in a fight between a bear and a lawnmower? Lawnmower. Who'd win in a fight between a shark and a lawnmower? Lawnmower. It's quite, quite worrying, because I'd have thought that bear and shark is quite a lot in the They've States. just got a bad, a bad rap, haven't they? I think Jaws did a lot of bad PR for the shark community. And actually, well, actually they make really good pets. It's like people who've got staffies. <laughs> That's right. Say, yeah. say, no, actually, they're actually the best yeah. ones. It's the kids. owner. It's not the shark. It's the owner. Yeah, we've got, yeah, we've got, we've got eight in the bath. <laughs> yeah. So I know what you want. You want to find out about some dead people. In 2018, there was a study by the John Hopkins University. Uh, approximately 6,400 people in the US end up in the emergency room due to lawnmower-related accidents. That's a lot, but it's at the same lot. time... Those, those aren't going to be fatal. They've, they've just lost a finger or a bit of an arm. And they've also lost quite a lot of dollar. Do you know how much it would cost on average to treat someone in a US hospital from a lawnmower in injury? What well, I mean, bill they come I out mean, with? I, I, I've seen these things on Twitter where someone said that, I, you know, I, I, I sort of sneezed eight times and they charged me $82,000. Yeah. Um, so for a, a lawnmower, average lawnmower accident, I don't know. 10,000 quid? Quadruple it. 37 grand around Quadru- that Quadruple it. Converted into dollars. Yes. Minus 3,000. <laughs> That's right. It's $37,000. It's quite a lot, isn't it? Uh, your injuries, we're talking uh, lacerations. That's 46.7%, so nearly half. Oh, right, okay. I'd have thought lacerations were the, were the majority. No, they are the majority. 46.7%. That's, the majority means more than 50. Go back to school. Does it? Yes. I thought it just meant the most of a thing. The most of a, the things I'm going to list, the majority, does it have to be over 50% to be majority? Oh, I mean, I don't know enough maths, but I've started very confident. You went so, so hard on that. 
Well, listen, of the possible 100%, 46.7 were lacerations. Yeah. Uh, fractures coming in. I'm doing this like a chart show now. Fractures coming in. Next place at 22.5%. Yes, up, yeah, up three points from last week. Exactly. Um, yeah. fra- I mean, that's bad. Yeah. If it's... Especially if you're a housemate. Yeah, it's gone over your leg and snapped it. Mm. That's bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, amputations. Uh, oh, it's close. Tight between amputations and fractures. Twenty one point five. I would say an amputation is a very bad laceration. I would. I would. I would <laughs> chuck those in together. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, hands and wrists. Uh, yeah. You know, bad. Sixty five point four percent. Feet or toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. So it's um, nineteen point. So you're more likely to lose a hand, hand or a wrist, or a wrist than a, a foot or a toe, which seems counterintuitive. Yeah. Yeah, is because this... I always mow in a handstand. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, this is unexpected about lawnmowers, they can be capable of turning small objects into dangerous projectiles. Oh, so if you go over... Well, it's the same as we were talking about with the dog poo, but, you know, much more deadly. Deadly, because yeah. if you go over a pebble... Exactly. You could fire it straight, straight out your nostril. Boom, you're out. Through your pituitary glands and out the, out the top out of the your, top, yeah. your skull. Terrible. You know what they say? Mo mowing, mo problems. Well, the typical Brit will spend roughly an hour cutting and edging their lawn. I mean, I'm not a typical Brit. I am not a typical Brit. I'm about, you know, seven. How how often are we doing this hour? If it's an hour a month, I think that's me. Two and a half times a month? No. Most people do it for eight months of the year. So that's 19.2 hours a year or 6.8 weeks of mowing over the course of a lifetime. Obviously earlier if you die in the process. But how many people do die in the process? That is a question, not for us, but for Jen. Well, believe it or not, there's 38 million lawnmowers in use in the US, and 90 Americans die every year while they're on one. Once you've factored in how often they mow and for how long, well, you get a micromort score of 0.045 meaning that it lands below lightning on our list. Well, how about that? Oh, he's won one. I've got the unassailable lead now. Mm. I'm winning 1-3. I don't think I've ever seen you express joy, but this is the closest that yeah. you're getting to it. Yeah, I think I've just I've just turned it round. What? The 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 oh, competition. The, the competition. Yes. He turned on his head. The under- yeah. Everyone loves an underdog, don't they? You're the Rocky Balboa of this podcast. I am. And I will soon be the overdog here. Mm. I'm just going to, I'm going <laughs> to, before you know it, I'll have equalised and then uh, unassailable lead. Yes. And then a week on Sunday, I'll go round and pick up whatever the overdog has left in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot, but we need, to, we need to pick this up off it's air. It's fine. It's fine. And no one's going in the garden. The, the only person You've going got in there. Children. The only person going out there at the moment is the dog. So, you know, let him go for it. Although sometimes he does step in his own poo. Oh. That's bad. Well, that was a problem today. I feel like I've uh, learned a lot, you know, how to protect myself from lightning and uh, And I've learned a lot about you yes. and your your your, <laughs> your poor sanitary protocols. <laughs> Well, listen, what can we say? This podcast is designed to inspire you and to keep you safe. We all know how to avoid dying by lightning, stay inside, and how to avoid dying by lawnmower, don't use your lawnmower. Until next week when uh, we add two more items to lift, thank you very much. Thank you very much. The List of Absolutely Everything That Might Kill You is a podcast from Podomo and What's The Story Sounds. It's presented by me, Adam Kay. And me, Matt Edmondson. 
The episodes are researched and produced by Jack O'Kennedy. Executive producers for Podomo are Jake Chudnow and Matt White. And for What's the Story Sounds, it's Daryl Brown and Sophie Ellis. <laughs>